Welcome to Hindsight Hacking. I'm Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Cool. And we've talked to hundreds of entrepreneurs hacking their hindsight to give you better foresight. And now we're bringing you those same great interviews along with other mindset hacks, visibility hacks, traffic hacks, and more to get you all the tools you need to gain more visibility and gain more traffic. And of course, gain more sales. So head over to GetHHM.com forward slash toolbox to get all the free resources to help you get more. And so without further ado, let's get to it. All right, everyone. Welcome back to Hindsight Hacking. And today, our very incredibly uh, special guest, Miss Malika Riker. I hope I pronounced that wrong, but if I didn't, don't kill me. Um, but uh, but honestly, Melissa, I love what you're all about. And Ron and I, we had a show that we did earlier today even, and it is all about more impact, more income, and because you help overworked and underpaid entrepreneurs create time leverage business models that produce better results for their clients. And Melissa, everything that you're doing with the Funnel Boss Academy, you've got a free event coming up. And honestly, building seven-figure businesses and helping others do the same. I'm super excited to, A, learn from you, and B, hopefully our audience can learn a thing or two. So welcome to the show, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me. So it's Melissa Ricker. So you almost got it right. Almost Almost got it. So close. close. No, this is exactly why he goes first. So I never have to say the person's (laughs) last name ever um, because I'm like that. So it's awesome. But we are so excited to have you here we know a little bit about you but why don't you take a moment to uh tell the listeners more about you awesome. yeah so my name is melissa ricker i am um an entre- online entrepreneur i geek out on funnel strategy i love like all things like funnels strategy i love all that that geeky stuff the numbers optimization like all of that stuff uh because i i my background is engineering <laughs> and so i am a nuclear engineer by degree i have my master's actually degree in uh from texas a&m and uh i turned i i've been an entrepreneur total let me see 20 it was like right at the turn of 2017 that i walked away from my corporate job and i have been in this entrepreneurial space trying to figure it out so i'm not very successful for the first couple years and then um, i made a few shifts in my business um starting in 2019 and then all of a sudden took my business very quickly from you know, zero to six figures. And then again, from six to seven figures in nine months. Um, so pretty exciting. I have, uh, I teach other on- online entrepreneurs how to do the exact same thing that I did. I love it. And uh, I'm, it's, it's been a wild ride. I'll just say that. <laughs> oh man. So let's talk about those first couple of years because uh, it's everybody, they'll see the success story and then they're like, yeah, that's, that person did it. There's no way I could have like, but, and so you, if you'd struggled, if you had all those challenges, uh, I mean, how did you keep going? You know, what, what was something that really, you're like, no, this is the right thing. I'm not, I'm not going to go be an, an engineer. I'm going to stick with this entrepreneurship and uh, figure it out. Like what was kind of walk us through those first couple of years there? Yeah. So when I was in my corporate space, in my corporate job, I was a, a manager. So I had a big team. I did, you know, I, I managed multi-million dollar budgets. So I thought that I had done hard things. <laughs> and so I just kind of assumed like, yeah, I can walk away from, from this job and run my own business. Of course I can. And so I was just assuming that I could do it. And then of course, you know, I fell flat on my face over and over and over again, but something about entrepreneurs, um, 
you just got this tenacity, right? So I had this, like, I've got to figure this out. <laughs> I'm a flipping nuclear engineer. I can do this. And um, yeah, I struggled, man. I struggled hard. And, you know, I did get to a place where I almost threw in the towel. I mean, many times, but at one time really almost threw in the towel. I decided to give it one more shot. And, you know, I just kind of went all in and the rest is history. <laughs> That, I swear, I have a list. I keep a list to keep me grounded. Um, I tried 17 different ways to um, make money or start a business from home. 17. 17 different things. And, uh, you know, I was one of those people who, and this probably will resonate with some some of you guys that are listening, like I would pivot, you know, I would every, anytime something didn't work out, you know, I would just like, oh, well, that thing sucked or I couldn't do it or I suck. And then I would try something new and, you know, over and over 17 different times. <laughs> I think it's so one, I have to, I have to say you're probably the first nuclear like person that's been on our show. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, but I want to talk about that a little bit more. So Corey and I have a very strict rule around pivoting. Um, and it's like, I, I want to talk about the pivot versus the push push through. Right. So if you would have pushed through on any of the other 17, could you have limited the, the learning curve or would it made any of the difference or what do you Absolutely. think? Absolutely. I mean, looking at what I know now, right. Hindsight right, right. <laughs> is it that I could have made any of those 17 business ideas work. But you know, the thing is, is when, when something doesn't work out, and this is what I tell my clients now all the time, I'm like, every time they want to pivot, every time they want to change what they're doing, I always have to ask that hard question. Like, are you letting yourself off the hook a little bit here? Like, are you giving yourself an out? Because um, trust me, I get it. I've been there like 17 times, <laughs> and, but that's what I was doing. Like every time something didn't work out instead of, you know, looking and trying to figure out why didn't it work out? Um, I just tried something new. And so every time you, you start over, I just start over. <laughs> Yeah, that's, you know, one of the huge things that we that we actually set forth with with our uh, with our actual podcast was we are not going to pivot. We're going to you know, we're going to commit to once a week on this show, no matter what. And then uh, once we grew beyond or beyond that, we were able to do twice a week. And then now we do it five days a week for this one show. But but it started with that commitment to the podcast, to ourselves, to our audience. And, and then, yeah, we've known people that pivot on the little things like a podcast and only get one show in a month, or then they take a break and three months later and they don't ever get that consistency. And, and then at the end of the day, you know, their offers are doing the same thing. Right. Yeah. And, and so, uh, you know, that's, that's definitely like so hard and yes, but if you have a loser, right? Like if you have, a business that is just not going to work, have people tell it to you, right? Like have people dissect it. Don't just do it alone. Uh, and then, and then go and, and don't let yourself off the hook. Right. So, uh, so how do you really go deep with somebody to not let them off the hook as I don't know if it's within your funnel boss Academy that you're really digging deep on their stuff or, or what's kind of your process for that? Yeah, because I mean, it, we, we, you know, because of, of my story, so I'm very transparent, open with my story. Cause I want people to hear all the mistakes that, you know, went into my overnight success story. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's why like, 
in, inside Funnel Boss Academy, we, we do a lot of mindset work. We have a dedicated mindset coach because like as much as I love numbers, I love the strategy, like I geek out on that stuff. I love it. Most of it's like up here, you know, like it's so hard to show up every day and to put yourself out there and then not get the results that you want right away. And I've seen hundreds of entrepreneurs um, since I've been an entrepreneur that have thrown in the towel because they were looking for that instant gratification and like, that's not what this is about. And I don't know why, um, for me, like I put myself through through college. I went to school for six years to get my, my master's degree. I didn't expect to be a nuclear engineer like my first semester. But for some reason in the entrepreneurial space, like we 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 expect that that happens. And I don't know if it's there's so many people out there saying you're talking about overnight success stories and all that. I don't know what causes that. But I spent six years learning that skill. And I, I somehow like magically expected that, you know, I would that I didn't have to, to do that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Like you're singing to my heart right now. Cause there's so many times that we'll be talking to people and they're like, Oh, uh, I don't want it to be a get rich quick thing. Right. And it's like, <laughs> it's not. So, so you're fine. Right. And then like week two of them learning something, they're like, I haven't made a million dollars yet. What's going on. And they get so frustrated. It's like, do you remember like the conversation we had like two weeks before? Like, that's not what it is. Like, it's about consistency. It's it's about the long game. It's about having a mission and creating impact and going forward and not sweating the small steps and just keep pushing through that. And, and then the impact will come, but you have to do things for the right reason. So I think that's hilarious that, um, that you brought that up because that's something that I know we can fall into as well. Corey and I will be like, oh, hey, this and this and this. I'm like, okay, we just started that. So settle it down, right? <laughs> so uh, what what advice do you give someone that's starting in your Funnel Boss Academy? Yeah, I mean, we, we really like, we have a strategy. We have a framework that, you know, it's the framework that I built my business to, um, to the million dollar mark on. Um, and so it's like, no, 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 we, we, we're going step by step and you don't move on to step two until, you know, you've mastered step one. And even then, like, you know, I teach a specific um, launch strategy and, you know, it involves a lot of like people think of funnels. They think of like automation, you know, and all that. Like, no, we still have to we still have to, to bring the human connection. in. so I teach a specific launch strategy that has a lot of that live element. And I, like we run the same challenge over and over and over again. Like we're not we're not um, redoing things. We're not changing. Like we make tiny tweaks, but we're like perfecting one thing. And that's, you know, we have to keep coming back to that <laughs> instead of, you know, pivoting or, or saying like, oh, well, my audience, this wasn't the right audience or, you know, we just go all in on this one thing. It's like laser focus. And once you have it, like once you find the content that converts and the messaging and you find your voice, like, you've got it and then you just use it and you use it but you've got to get there and so we really have to i think come at it with that mastery level because if you're wanting people to pull out your their credit cards and invest in themselves through you like you have to come with that level of certainty and that doesn't happen overnight as much as i wish that it could like i'm pretty good on camera now but like even a year ago if you watched my videos like it's embarrassing <laughs> Like this, everything we do is a skill and like, we have to think of it like, um, 
you know, my little kid, I have a, a five-year-old, we just put him in T-ball and he goes out there and he hits the ball, you know, he tries to hit the ball and he misses it. Nobody expects him to go out there on the field and play T-ball well the first, I don't know, hundred practices, but like we have to, to allow ourselves to, to see it that way. That's hard. It's hard because we put our heart and soul into it. Like, you know, this is, this is our thing and we're so passionate about it. So it's hard. This is the hardest thing I've ever done. And I'm, you know, I know how to solve the diffusion equation. <laughs> and your mom. Which, which one? A nuclear mom. That's <laughs> all the way around. Holy smoke. Oh man. All right. So I love that laser focus to, to gain the certainty. Um, and, and so I was playing around on your homepage and you've got a couple other things that I almost pulled out my credit card today, but I figured I'd talk to you first. Uh, so, uh, your freedom funnel, like that whole kind of setup, is that something you just have as more of that lead magnet or is that like one of your things that you, you kind of set on automation now? Like what's, what's kind of your stuff with that? Yeah, so there, it fits into the strategy that I teach. So I'm really big and in, into you know um, finding the, the the buyers and you know like monetizing quick. Because another thing that I see happen is if we can't bring cash flow into our business, you know we can go under pretty quick. And and so I you know I've developed a strategy where you know instead of you know sending people to these free PDFs that then you know just to build your email list. We, we really monetize our audiences really quickly. And one of those is directly by like asking them to pull out their credit card for like a tiny offer or, you know, the SLO funnel. And then everything points to like a higher ticket. Like all strategies go like, it's just like, it's one path. Like it's so simple and everything is just like a little piece of the journey that gets them there. So yeah, we run traffic straight to straight to a sales page and straight to our live challenges and that's how we you know we really sift through those buyers and um you know find those people who are like they got a problem and they're they're looking for a solution to the problem so true i i think there's so many people and this is this is where again I, I, the alignment is crazy because we don't want people to feel how we felt when we got stuck right <laughs> Right, because that that stinks, <laughs> right? And you're like, oh my gosh, what do we do? Are we doing the right thing? How come it's like all these crazy things you have to learn? But that's part of the journey, right? And and what what uh, I think your course does, and correct me if I'm wrong, it helps them along that journey. It helps them to understand. Here's the parts that you're probably gonna hit, and this is how you get over those pieces. Absolutely. So I mean, we have. I teach three core funnels. And so, you know, that's basically what, you know, everything that I teach is like which order, how to launch it, um, why it's that way, um, and how to make it all make sense together. So it's like, it's one cohesive message. It's one cohesive funnel strategy. So that you, you mean something, right? So that your message, like you're not diluted, like everything, everything is just obsessively centered around one message, one strategy, and it makes it so much simpler. So, so having, uh, maybe let's, let's geek out a little bit and, and talk about what are these three core funnels, right? Like from, you said SLO, you know, self-liquidating offer for those listening that don't quite uh, know that one, but, but, or what most of us, and I think most listeners do understand is a tiny offer. Like, I think we can all figure that one out. All right. And, and then, you know, so you have your, your core that I assume then leads to the Funnel Boss Academy. 
uh, is the kind of the where the the messages end up unless there's one I don't know about yet. I don't know. Yeah, so there there is one that's kind of um, that's hidden in there. Uh, but mm. so the the SLO funnel, the tiny offers, that's where a lot of entrepreneurs like they want to gravitate towards that because they feel like um, selling something for twenty seven thirty seven dollars is going to be a lot easier than selling something high ticket. And so the SLO funnel is the last one that we build out because. Uh, it just, it doesn't make you a lot of money. Um, and it's, it's actually one of the harder funnels to get to convert. So, uh, I, I'm a really big fan of leverage. Cause again, I have two little boys and the whole reason that I left the corporate space was because I wanted to spend more time with them. And so I, I, I mean, I run a seven figure business in 25 hours a week. And the only way I can do that is with leverage. So the, the, the main funnel that I teach inside Funnel Boss Academy or our first, it's our first one we go for is the um, a leveraged group program where you can charge high dollar prices and you can actually get that cash, that recurring cash flow coming in. You can serve a lot of people at one time. Um, we run it live. That way, you know, you're actually in the trenches with your with your clients. You're you're really honing in on your million dollar framework. And then afterwards, of course, the back there's a back end ascension because why in the world would we want our clients to go anywhere else? So we're going right. to continue to serve them on the back end. So that's the hidden funnel that you don't see. But then once we have our framework really nailed down, now we can like strategically go in and we can pull a little tiny piece of our framework out and we can bring it to the front and create you know that SLO funnel. So when they go through that funnel, it's like it, it's not the purpose of that funnel is not to get a twenty seven dollar purchase it's to get someone into your core offer so when you do when you reverse engineer it that way um you know and i'll just give you some stats for mine like 60 percent of the the people who come into funnel boss academy came in through an slo funnel so they paid me money to then sign up for my higher ticket program um so when you when you reverse engineer it it's like everything's like the next logical step and they just go right into it so it's the last funnel, but it's a beautiful funnel, but it's the last funnel because otherwise it just doesn't make any sense. If you don't have something high ticket behind an SLO funnel, it makes no sense. Correct. Correct. And, and I think that's where a lot of people, they're afraid for that high ticket offer. So they start with a low ticket yep. and then they don't have anywhere for them to go. And they're kind of like a one and done funnel person. Right. And, and so, what do you tell someone when they're first starting and you're like, okay, I have, I have a medium offer. Like, do you help them come up with a bigger offer or a smaller offer or kind of where yeah. do you guide them? Um, so what, what we do is we take, we basically look at the problem that they solve and we make sure that it's a, it's a high ticket problem. So we look at the positioning, the packaging of, of their offer. We look at, you know, how can we serve our clients on a bigger level? You know, um, I used to try to do like a lot of courses and they never worked. I, I could never get courses to sell. And I have a ton of courses that I bought and get nobody results. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then, so I'm a big fan of like adding in that human element. Cause I think people need, they need support with implementing this information. Like there's so much information, like I'm giving out tons of information right now for free. Like information is never the problem. It's the execution of that information. And people know that. They know that. And so if you can help people execute and actually implement the, um, the information and hold them accountable to it, you can charge a lot of money 
and you know reach a lot more people and actually you know, actually change lives and, and build a brand that way so we take we take that problem that you solve and we just package it up and position it to be you know a group like a leveraged group program where you're working from from a point a to a point b and you're doing it you know in a step-by-step -step framework yeah perfect and ron and i we everything everything that we create we have that same mentality like I, we don't want to just give you info right we want to uh make sure you execute on that and so part of like anything we do we have a done for you element whether it's like helping people launch a podcast well we do the editing and the graphics for a person to take out all the excuses right <laughs> and so from a normal course right like you just get all the info and you never think twice but but our 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 belief is we're going to figure out what are these roadblocks that a person would have to the end result that we're trying to provide right and so that's kind of our belief on that but one thing that i think ron and i have struggled with is that tiny offer i think we've got our we've got our core and we've got our high ticket and and then but we i mean at lead magnets uh, we're we're just horrible at that so what what do you do to people like us that I'm, I'm asking from our free coaching now. So, but what do you do for the people like us that struggle with that tiny offer, that lead magnet and, and really, uh, you know, excelling there because 60% is, is huge. And I mean, we are doing pretty well at just having a core and a high ticket. And so, uh, but just imagine Ron, if we had our lead magnets and our SLF it's offer the lead magnet that, that hurts. We can't yeah, put it on. It is, it is. And it is like, it, it is um, a lot of, there's a lot of strategy and human psychology that goes into those tiny offers. And just for some perspective, like mine, I mean, it converts so magically now, but it took me four months, four months of testing. And you really have to invest in that data to know like what's working. And so you're going after, you know, um, in order to find people, because you want to find the people who buy something little, but they already have that bigger picture. Right. So you have to position it in a way that you're getting them a, a quick win or you're moving the needle, but it's towards a bigger problem. So you never want to promise like a huge result for $27 because you're going to get like the people who have $27 budgets. <laughs> right, 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 right. And what really works well with these SLO funnels is the piece that you pull out is a piece that they already think that they need. You know, it's not like, it's like, it's the thing that they already think they need. So if you look at mine, like uh, my best converting one is groups that convert. So it's a um, how to monetize a Facebook group. So my, my, my ideal clients, coaches, consultants, like, they're like, yeah, I, I think I need a Facebook group or I have a Facebook group. And, and you know, that's my key to success is if I could just get that, if I could just get that thing to, to work, then I would, you know, not, not struggle. And so then they, they come in, they buy into that and then they get, you know, so much value from it. And then, you know, I immediately funnel stack and put them into the next thing. And, and so that's the piece is like, you've got to hit that urgent need that, that, that big pain point, but the one that they, they already think that they need. So that's a, that's a key one. So, um, that's why you've got to start with the end in mind. Like, where do you ultimately want them to go? Which is your higher ticket offer? You look at the result that you promised there, and what piece can you pull out that gives tremendous value, hits the urgent need, and and kind of hits that little trigger. Like, this is um, this is this is one. This is going to move the needle in that direction. So it's already like it ties so perfectly with the back end offer. That's easy. Okay, so now this is this is a fun fun question. I don't think I've ever asked this question, so I'm kind of excited about this. So, what do you tell people 
when they're afraid because because Corey and I went through this right mostly me not Corey it was mostly my problem and, and I've gotten over it but I didn't want to give away stuff for free for a while right mm-hmm. so why and and taking something that's in a higher ticket realm and pulling it out and putting it in a small ticket like there's a mind a mind thing that has to happen there like okay. you have to really understand what the next step is for that person that's getting that little piece and they're not getting all of it right but what do you tell those people like how i was like uh i don't want to do that that's scary i know because it is and we we feel like we have to hold on to that because that's the secret they get behind the paywall right and, um so here's here's my little challenge to you because you guys have probably invested quite a bit in your business right you're would you consider yourself like high ticket mindset high ticket buyer yeah, yeah. so that's who we want right um, and so when you think about the high ticket buyer, you're not out there, Corey and Ron, you're, you guys aren't out there really looking for free information. Like high ticket buyers, they're not looking for free information. Uh, they don't want to DIY it. They don't want to be alone in it. Um, but what they're looking for is just enough information to know if you're the right person to invest in. Because they're already searching. But I, I always use the analogy, like if you decide you're going to Las Vegas, I don't know where you guys are. Colorado. Denver, oh, yeah. I'll use, I'm in Houston, uh, so we go to Las Vegas. We'll use Vegas. That's a fun place. Yeah, it's, fun. it's a fun one. Like, if, if, if you decide you want to go to Las Vegas, like, you're going to buy an airplane ticket. So you might shop around for the, the right one, but you're going to buy one. And so high ticket buyers are the same. Like, they, they, they're, they're, they, want to, they want a solution to their problem. So if you don't give away some of your best stuff, then you're going to skip right over the high ticket buyers are going to go right over you because they're they're not looking for the cheap solution and so you have to give away some of your best stuff for free and so many of my even my clients um with so many of my audience they resist me on that but i'm telling you it's like it will change everything because you've got to show you've got to position yourself as a solution that your competitors can't fix and the only way you can do that is to show how you're different yeah, yeah, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in really quick, Corey. Because even, even while you're talking, like I know you're right, and I know that's the direction to go. Like I'm cringing inside. It's like, oh, <laughs> right? It's it's like it's embedded in my brain. It's, it is, but but like you know, information is not the problem, right? right? And so you could give I could give my entire membership site out to the public for free, and people still wouldn't get the results, right? They wouldn't. No, and you're right. Go through it, and so like people are not going to take your information. They some people might if they're if they're not quite like they haven't suffered long enough. They might go try once to do it themselves, but they're going to come back because right. they're going to quickly realize that they cannot do it on their own. Right. Right. So I don't think you ever have to worry about it. I mean, I this is one of my strat. This is the strategy I put in place. Uh, I, the first time I launched this funnel was. November of 2019, I crossed the million dollar mark in June of 2020, giving away the same thing I teach inside Funnel Boss Academy. You know, I mean, obviously we go a lot deeper. I can't change someone's life in five days. I can't give them everything, but like, it's my strategy. Like it is my framework that I give for free. And every time I launch it, I have multiple six figure launches. So I challenge you (laughs) to, to change your mindset around it, or at least like, I mean, just the proof is in the pudding, right? Go out and try right. it. Right. Yeah. Yes. 
Oh, I love that. So now Ron is going to come to my side over here. And but it took us, I mean, again, it took us a long time to figure out our core. It took us a long time to get the right high ticket. And that stuff sell, uh, sells easy. Like it's, it's pretty crazy how easily that sells. But to really scale, I know, you know, we need that lead magnet. We need that right SLO funnel. Uh, and so it's kind of cool that you're here. So thank you. Uh, all right. So let's, I wanted to kind of shift a little bit and, uh, you know, talk about what took you, what was that change that took you from six to seven figures in nine months? What was, what, what did you do that totally shifted? Oh, I'll just tell you a little story because it's an interesting story. Um, you guys know Russell Brunson, right? Um, yeah. So I just, I just got, uh, you know, just uh, recently got hung my two comma club up on the wall, you know, so I got, I got that little award. But in back when I was, you know, still struggling a little bit, I, um, I got the opportunity to, to mastermind with um, Russell Brunson. And so, you know, I fly out there. And so we each got to ask him like one question. And so I asked him this question. And I said, you know, what's the biggest difference between those who hit the two comma and those who don't? And he's like, well, if I open up your ClickFunnels account, how many funnels do I see? And I was like, oh gosh, I hope he doesn't make me do it. <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> see, I have like a hundred funnels in there. And so it's not like he said anything that was rocket science. I had, I mean, it's like innately we all know that we need to focus, that we need to go all in. But for whatever reason, maybe it was the right time. Um, I mean, I was definitely had suffered enough, like I was ready. Um, and I just, I came home from that thing, that mastermind. And well, of course, no, back up. So I asked him, my next question was, uh, okay, Russell, well, which funnel? Um, <laughs> which funnel? And, and, you know, so he's, he said, you know, a presentation funnel. He does a lot of webinar funnels. I, I don't, you know, for me, a webinar doesn't, um, I don't know. I, I get so like, I talk a lot. And so webinar funnel, like I would have like a 10 hour webinar probably, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, which is funny too. Cause I'm an extreme introvert. Most people don't believe that about me now, but so anyways, I took that, that presentation funnel and I turned it into a live challenge funnel where, you know, I could go over the course of five days and then, you know, pitch my high ticket program, which is also, you know, something that he said is like, you know, if you're going to hit the million dollar mark, it's a lot easier to hit it with, uh, you know, something higher ticket than, than something lower ticket. So it's exactly what I did. Um, I, I launched it for the first time in November and I just kept launching that thing. And every time like it would get bigger and better. And um, I mean, I still use that same strategy because it works. Yeah, no. I think I, I don't know. I don't know if it was a. I don't know what happened, but like just the when I like the level of focus. Like I forgot everything else. I even went in and deleted other funnels that I was tinkering with, and I just went all in on one offer, one strategy, and and once it hit the million dollar mark, now I can start looking at other things. Ah, the whole one funnel away thing. Hmm. Yeah, which, is, which is funny because like the re whole reason I got the mastermind with Russell Brunson was because I was um, a top affiliate of the one funnel away challenge. But I kind of learned my framework by helping people in the one funnel away challenge because he teaches the SLO funnel, which is the wrong funnel to go all in on if you're a beginner. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you could teach OFA next time. Yeah, you can take it over. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. So now I kind of flip it. I flip the the way he teaches it, but 
kind of fun. Oh, I love it. I love it. You have, I think you have an event coming up next week, don't you? I do. So I have a, um, um, I call it high ticket challenges where I, I teach my strategy. I give it, I mean, I, 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 I'm not lying when I say I like, I literally give you my strategy from everything from like how to step into that high ticket mindset. Cause that's the first barrier, right? You got to sell yourself first. So there's, you know, I have this, um, I'll call it genius because it is this way of like reframing your mind really quickly to get you excited about that. And then how to design like a, you know, an offer that does speak to that high ticket mindset. And then of course, you know, how to launch it and get it out there. So yeah, I'm ha I have a live event. Um, it's called high ticket breakthrough and it starts the 11th. So Monday. <laughs> nice coming up so anybody listening now or when this show is live here in a couple of days on itunes you got to register soon uh to to catch it but melissa before uh, i got one final question for you and it is our fun signature question and it is all about hindsight so we all know hindsight's 2020 and so if you were to have the ability to go back in time and give yourself a younger version yourself a little advice it could be yesterday it could be 10 years ago uh what kind of advice would you give uh for our audience because our whole goal is to help them hack your hindsight to give them clearer foresight yeah so um great question and, and it is true man i think that this is the only time you can get real clarity is when you're looking when you're looking back um but you know if i would say like if you look at my story like yes i struggle i was on the struggle bus for two years before you know things took off for me but once you find your thing, things can happen really quickly, like really fast, like they did for me. And so my looking back, like what I wish someone had told me is to start making those million dollar decisions and the million dollar actions before you get to a million dollars. And so this is like how you're spending your money, how like investing, what you're investing in your business, the, the you know, all of those, like start thinking like a millionaire long before you get to be a millionaire. And then once you start thinking and you, you back it up with thinking's not enough. So you got to back it up with the actions and the decision making. But once you start doing that, like your reality can catch up to you pretty, pretty quick. So that's my, that's my, my final, my final love word. <laughs> I, I love it. And that's, it's, it's a hundred percent true. So I, I love that. And, and mindset is, is everything. So I, I love that. But I know there's people listening that are like, I totally want in on that. Where can they connect with you? Yes, I would love to have you guys come in um, to my my live my free live event. It's going on January 11th through 13th through the 13th, and you can find that at melissaricker.com/htc for high ticket challenge htc. <laughs> Perfect, and that will be in the show notes, uh, and you can. You can go to melissaricker.com and check out all the other amazing stuff that is there for you. Uh, I'm sure you'll be tempted to pull out your credit card just as I was, uh, because uh, you know I think I think your funnel for the group convert is is uh, I don't know one of the longer funnels that I've seen, and it's for that $27 offer because you go into such detail. Like it's such uh, it's a it's a beautiful funnel, uh, and you know I definitely appreciate all of that so uh all right melissa uh thank you so much for joining us it's you've been a blast thank you for giving us a little free coaching and uh maybe we'll see you next week on the yeah. hop on over and join all right thanks you guys for having me this was a lot of fun thank you so much oh boy all right 
nothing like getting a little free coaching on our podcast. Uh, oh so gosh. I assume you have a couple takeaways because I have about 30 if you don't have any. I, I have a whole bunch. So I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna share some, some wise wisdom that she said that I loved was about pivoting. And pivoting just equals starting over. It just, you're starting over. So I thought that was awesome. So push through and, and actually give it time to see what it's going to do, right? So we made a very, you know, conscious effort that this is what we're doing. This is what's going to happen. And we're not going to pivot no matter what. We're not going to pivot. And guess what happened? We didn't need to pivot because reality caught up to us. And I think that's the other thing. Stay laser focused and reality will catch up to you. Yeah, that's right. Million dollar decisions and actions before you're there, because if you want to get there, you've got to be ready. And at the end of the day, that's a pretty mighty fine goal for, for everyone to have. But you got to be there. You'll never get there if you don't have the right decisions and actions taking place. Uh, so stay focused, stay laser focused, right, to, to get the certainty that you need. So, all right, everyone, thank you so much for joining us today on Hindsight Hacking. If you're watching this live, hashtag comments or make the comments in the, in the make a comment in there if I can talk at all. But uh, at the end of the day, we can't wait to see you everywhere, anytime, and uh, we will talk to you later. Yeah, guys, thanks for being the best part of the Hindsight Hackers community.